Welcome. You're listening to the How to Make a Life podcast. I'm your host, licensed clinical social worker and life coach, Cheryl Wolverton. Your life is unique to you, and there's no such thing as one size fits all. Your beautiful world needs to be different from your mother's, sister's, and best friend. I empower my clients in recognizing their individual needs and guide them in establishing a personalized how-to manual specifically for them. This is a podcast that helps you stop searching for that one perfect how-to plan and realize you are the expert of you. Life doesn't come with instructions. We each get to write our own. Happy December, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the How to Make a Life podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Wolverton, and I'm so grateful to have you join me today. If you are, or should I say used to be a regular listener, you know that I took a longer than expected break from recording. Looking back, it's been a little over two months, with the exception of a podcast that I recorded for the National Association of Social Workers last month. And starting off by talking about taking a break from recording is a perfect way to begin the discussion of today's topic, which is being overwhelmed and preventing yourself from being overwhelmed. And making the decision to take a break helped me in not feeling as much pressure over the past few months. However, from talking to my clients and my own personal reflection over the past few weeks, many of us are currently dealing with being overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I hear this statement a lot from my clients, and just yesterday during a conversation with a fellow coach, we both used it in looking at our lives and our schedules. We become overwhelmed with our emotions, we become overwhelmed with our schedule, we become overwhelmed with expectations, we become overwhelmed with where to even start. Life can easily be overwhelming, however you and I do not have to stay in this state. So what exactly is going on when we are feeling overwhelmed? When we are feeling overwhelmed, we are simply taking in the whole picture. I like to say it's similar to looking at all of the pieces of a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. Simply spreading out all those pieces is overwhelming. However, once we begin to group them together by color or by edge pieces, we begin to feel more in control. To use myself as an example, as I look at the last month of this year, I've been blessed with invitations to social gatherings that I have certainly missed, events I want to attend, and outfits to find for those events, And of course, the wrapping of things for the remainder of the year with my business, there are presents to be purchased, food to be cooked, and I need to schedule in hair and nail appointments. Thinking about it all gives me some anxiety and, need I say, makes me feel a little bit overwhelmed. I found myself feeling like I can't do all of it. I'm guessing you may be feeling the same way in some area of your life, whether it be your holiday social schedule, your end-of-the-year reports, or if you're in college, all those finals, or perhaps even emotionally in making a small or large life-changing decision. Today, I wanted to offer a few suggestions on feeling less overwhelmed any time of the year. Number one, remember when you are feeling overwhelmed that you are looking at the whole picture, those thousand pieces. Slow down, breathe, and recognize you cannot do everything at once. Often my clients will come to me 
basically freaking out that they will not be able to reach a goal such as weight loss or they will never be able to get a new job. I remind them that the overarching goal is the big picture, but that big goal is made up of tiny pieces. As I'm recording this, I just thought about the French painter George Seurat, who's famous for the technique of pointillism, which is where the whole painting is made up of small, distinct dots of color. He didn't start with the whole picture, but with one small area, and he went from there. Now, number two, make a list and get things out of your head. Typically, when we get things out of our head and onto a piece of paper, we realize the list is not as long as we thought. I've discussed before how writing things out allows us to gain a different perspective, and putting it down on paper gives you a feeling of control. As I have said, it also helps you to recognize there may not be as many things as you thought. Number three, triage what needs to be done. What on your list is a priority and needs to be done before anything else? Now, this is a space where some of us get turned around, and instead of doing what is the most important, we may just do busy work rather than attack the task. Think about how you might find yourself cleaning your house as a way to avoid perhaps working on your resume. Triaging is like building a foundation, and working on the second floor might be easier and a lot more fun, but it isn't going to work if you don't have the bottom foundation. Another example might be that you can't cook dinner if you don't know what is in your pantry, what you need to even get from the grocery. Now, number four, take one task, one hour, one day, one week at a time. Too often our feelings of being overwhelmed are because we're in the future. As I said earlier, my clients come to me overwhelmed about the next month or six months from now or a year. We can know the direction we want to be going in that time frame, but we can't get there if we don't look at today and right now. Focusing upon now is what we can control. As I finish up talking about being overwhelmed, as I find it happens every holiday season, but I feel it's happening even more so this year because we're trying to make up for 2020, I want to be that person to give you permission to say no. We don't have to accept every invitation. And even if we really want to go do something, we may recognize we don't have the energy and that the drain may be greater than the benefit of attending. For me personally, as I looked ahead to my December schedule, I think that part of what was making me overwhelmed was where was my time to rest and recharge? Honestly, there were a few moments of when I found myself holding my breath just thinking about it. I then reminded myself that I needed to triage what was important to me and, of course, realized that others might not agree with my choices. But ultimately, I needed to listen to my needs. I'm going to link several of my past podcasts that may be helpful to you in thinking about your needs and energy levels, including episode 52, The Power of Slowing Down and Being Still, episode 48, how to use your personal GPS, and one that I feel is very important, episode 41, are you getting the right type of rest? When we are practicing self-care, I find that we are less likely to become overwhelmed and we can handle situations differently. Speaking of self-care and rest, 
If you're in the Central Kentucky area, I'm holding my Rest and Renew workshop at Lexington Salt Cave on Thursday night, December 9th, from 6 to 7.30. I've been holding this workshop throughout the year, and I can honestly say teaching about the seven areas of rest has helped me rest better and have more energy as I catch myself at times questioning, what type of rest do I really need right now? In this workshop, while I go over the seven areas of rest to take note of, participants are enjoying the relaxing atmosphere of Lexington Salt Cave. And I like to share with people that it is a true cave. My friend Lara, the owner, has truly created a beautiful environment where you can relax and receive the healing properties of seven tons of pink Himalayan salt. We complete the workshop with a mini halo therapy and yoga nidra session. I promise if you attend, you will sleep better that night. As of this recording, there are two spots available and a link to register is in the show notes. But if those spots fill up or if this time isn't good for you, there will also be a January session helping to start the year off relaxed and renewed. If you are thinking you might need more than a workshop, you may want to consider working with me one-on-one. I have a variety of coaching packages, including the 12-week accountability program, which could be a great way to start off the new year. My package prices will be increasing in January, but you can sign with me now to receive the current rates and we will begin work after the holidays. Contact me at Cheryl, S-H-E-R-Y-L, at howtomakealife.com or DM me on any of my social media with questions. As always, thank you so much for choosing to spend a little time with me. I'm glad to be back. And I hope that you are walking away with something new to put into your how-to manual. Until next time, thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please help others to know about this podcast by subscribing, leaving a short review, and sharing this with your friends. Continue the conversation with me on Facebook at How to Make a Life Health and Life Coaching and on Instagram at How to Make a Life. If you're interested in receiving my Sunday Sessions newsletter, working with me as a client, or hiring me as a speaker, visit my website at howtomakealife.com. Remember, life doesn't come with instructions. You get to write your own.